0: You're listening to episode 123 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. Hey there, I'm Dr. Terry Fisher, one part physician, one part voice enthusiast, one big part Canadian, and one small part of our community, Northern Voice. Together, let's explore how voice technology is transforming our lives north of the border. Let's talk voice. Hello there, and welcome to this podcast episode. This is a little bit of a different one. This is a fun one. I am speaking with Bianca Phillips. She is a lawyer out of Australia, and her expertise is in digital health, digital technologies, and voice technology. In fact, as I say in the podcast, when I think of lawyer and voice, when you put those two words together, the first person that comes to mind is Bianca. And I've had a chance to meet her at a couple of conferences. And this podcast is actually going to be uh, shared on this podcast, obviously, but also on her podcast, The Voice of Law. And so this episode is a little bit more of a conversation between Bianca and I. Some of our thoughts about what's going on with voice technology these days, particularly amidst what's going on with COVID. And we also talk about a brand new project that I'm launching, The Voice Den, and we have a special announcement with regards to that as well. So this is one where you get to be a little bit of a fly on the wall and hear the conversation between Bianca and I. We talk about a number of different things and um, I hope you'll enjoy. So uh, here it is without any further ado, uh, the conversation between Bianca Phillips and myself. Hello and uh, welcome to the podcast. This is going to be a really fun one because it's a little different. We have a sort of a conversation between Bianca Phillips and myself, Terry Fisher, about all the stuff that's going on in voice these days. And I have to kind of set this up because I met Bianca first at, I believe it was the Voice of Healthcare Summit a couple of years ago now. I'm starting to lose track. And we've been at a couple conferences together and we've had a chance to interact and hang out. And she's got all this incredible stuff going on. And we thought it'd be fun to really get together and almost interview each other and have a chat and share our thoughts with what's going on in the voice community. So, Bianca, I'll let you say hello and introduce yourself as well.
1: Hi, Terry. Hi, everyone. Good to chat with you, Terry, as always.
0: Likewise. So tell, tell the audience who you are for people that, that don't know you.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm a, I'm a lawyer from Australia, and I specialize in the area of medical law and digital health law. And I do um, a bunch of teaching, research, consulting in this area. And I've recently started a podcast, actually, called The Voice of Law Podcast.
0: Yes, and it's have. a daily
1: podcast on the digital health revolution.
0: And that is impressive to do a daily podcast because, you know, I have a podcast, but it's certainly not daily. Uh, What kind of stuff are you talking about on that podcast? Can you give us some examples?
1: Yeah, sure. So I talk about different topics in digital health. You know, I've I've had a week dedicated to voice technologies. Um, I talk about artificial intelligence, personalized medicine, um, telemedicine, and basically the way I structure it is that I have a couple of weeks where I talk about tech and then one week where I talk solely about law and uh, yeah, it's going well.
0: It's going very well.
1: In my opinion.
0: Yeah. <laughs> in my opinion too. No, it's fun. It's fun to listen to it. And if there's any, um, you know, if, if the listeners are interested in those aspects, what you just described, kind of the law and technology and voice, then they should certainly check it out. The, the voice of law. That's, it's amazing. Um, And, you know, it's funny because when I think, when I think law and voice, and I I think this is probably true for a lot of people in the voice community now, yours is the first name that comes to mind because you're the one that's been out there and talking about it and chatting about it. So I think that's amazing. So yeah, congrats to you you and and good job. Thank you. And
1: and for you as well with your, um, you know, you've got the flash briefings every day and they're fantastic. And I don't know how you do it. You have so many podcasts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. You know, a lot of people ask me that and it's kind of, I think it comes down to if you, you know, the, way, the way I describe it is I tell people like, what is your, ask people, what is your hobby? And if people have a hobby, then they don't have any problems spending lots of time on that hobby. Yeah, In their spare time, they just do it. And that's kind of what voice has become for me. And it's been a hobby for the last however many years now. And it's just still going strong. Um, sometimes it can be like, Oh boy, I'm talking about voice a lot. And then I need to take like a a short little break, but it always, (laughs) right. And that's when you hit, yeah. That's
1: when you hit the drums, right? (laughs) 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 Yeah.
0: I knew you were going to bring that up at some point. So yeah, just, just, uh, recently, I guess by the time this podcast goes live, it'll just been a couple of days prior. Um, so Bianca knows I'm a drummer and, I decided that I would start to share some of my drumming um, just for fun. And now I was trying to think of a way to um, incorporate voice, uh, discussing voice with drums. So at this point, it's not, you haven't seen this yet, but maybe by the time this goes live, there might be a new segment called the voice beat. And I might be talking about voice from from my drum set. We'll see, we'll see how that goes.
1: That is amazing. You have to do that.
0: <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be a whole different side of me. So, but oh, we're still wow. waiting for we're still waiting for you to do the, the voice dance.
1: Oh my gosh, that's never gonna happen. I'm just gonna ruin <laughs> the expectations. Manage everyone's expectations. That even though I did train in dance, most of most of my life I have trained in dance. I'm I'm probably not going to do that anytime
0: soon. <laughs> Okay, well, we're going to be waiting for it. We're waiting for it. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and for all the fans out there, uh, if you want to see Bianca dance, then you have to like contact her and, and uh, comment on Twitter and everything like that and just tell her, to, tell her to do it. And maybe that'll be some motivation for her. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about voice. So, you know, obviously it's a crazy time right now and um, everybody's cooped up. Everybody's socially distancing. Or physical distancing, as I like to say, but socially, hopefully, connecting. Um, what um, from a legal perspective, like, what kind of things have you been thinking about or been up to? Hearing about all this stuff that's going on.
1: It's been interesting to to read about some of the commentary out there around, um, you know, tracing and you know, tracking people's movements. Um, And I've I've read quite a few articles arguing that this is a breach of privacy and um, breach of civil liberties. Um, And so that's really, that's been, you know, an interest of mine to really investigate that side of it, Um, looking at the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, Article 4, which outlines the framework for how we deal with emergency scenarios like COVID-19, essentially, Mm -hmm. and uh, what the law permits in terms of what, what liberties can be, you know, derogated from during an emergency? So um, I'm putting together an article at the moment with um, a, a very, you know, prominent lawyer in this field, and mm-hmm. um, having that published soon. And wow. uh, yeah, it's really interesting.
0: That's really neat. One of the one of the specific questions, one of the things that came up with me personally was I put out a coronavirus skill on Amazon. And then, like what I considered to be good evidence based uh content, and then it's not only amazon actually all the all the major platforms have decided so that they're going to pull any sort of third party skills unless they've been and they're they're now starting like certain organizations I guess are able to do that, and I was kind of torn by that because I wasn't sure like on the one hand, I put some effort into creating it. I thought it was good content, but I understand their perspective do you have any thoughts on that and kind of what the way they dealt with that?
1: Oh, that's like, that's actually a really tricky one because yeah, I mean, I can see, I can see the perspective of, you know, can they vet all the information? Can they check it for its accuracy? So maybe the easiest approach or the um, most realistic approach for them was to, you know, cut off those apps for the time for that. Period of time, and to maybe eventually start reviewing them, and hopefully reintroduce them. That's what I would hope could happen mm-hmm. if they, if they have that opportunity to do that. Um, yeah, I guess it's it's difficult when you don't know what's really going on behind the scenes, and and right. how they're going to allocate those resources and make those decisions. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, knowing you and and how reputable um, the information was, and the fact that you're a doctor, it's I guess, unfortunate that people in the community can't access that
0: information. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, it's tough. Like I said, I can, I totally understand it. It's, it's, I don't know what to say about that. It's, it's, it's tough. Like, I was disappointed they pulled it down, but I understood. And so yeah, it's hard to know exactly what's going on behind the behind the scenes there. Um, But anyway, but uh, otherwise, there's lots of great resources out there. And there's a lot, I guess, good chance to bring up like, a lot of like, online stuff that's happening now. Um, Yes. Conferences and virtual conferences, and we've been talking a little bit about that. How um, you know it's a big opportunity right now for people to sort of embrace the online webinars and and that kind of thing. Um, What have what have your thoughts been about online events and webinars and that sort of thing?
1: Well, you know, a couple of things. So, you know, I've I've obviously taken note that um, telemedicine is now, you know, everyone's using telemedicine for years for years I was saying that telemedicine is a good idea and <laughs> I had doctors laughing at me. This is ridiculous, but obviously it takes, a, you know, it's out of necessity that now people are, are utilizing it and it will be interesting to see, um, you know, how things change after this. But then in terms of, you know, also other online you know, webinars and things like that. Yeah. I've been attending a lot of meetings lately, like mm-hmm. zoom meetings. Um, a lot of webinars, and that's the same, you know, the same structure. A lot of lectures and talking, and yeah, it's it's difficult when you're listening back to back to webinars, and and then you have the meeting, and yeah. So I'm excited about what what you're putting together.
0: <laughs> Thanks. That was a good, little, good little segue there. Yeah, little um, segue there. <laughs> yeah.
1: The voice um, den, everyone. The voice then, gonna...
0: The voice then. The voice dead. Let's let's talk about that. But I just want to, before we actually introduce that, I just wanted to go okay. back because I, I I did do a quick poll on 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 um, on Twitter, and a lot of people said they are just like you. They're they're sitting in back to back meetings and webinars, and it's all. I, I saw somebody say um, I can't remember who it was, but I saw a tweet. Somebody said like I need social distancing from the amount of webinars I've been on, because <laughs> <laughs> because it was just like it was like too much. So yeah. So. With that said, I think it's a good place to kind of set this up, the voice den. And we've got some exciting news to announce as well about that. And we'll get to that in a sec. But so the voice den, what is the voice den? So for those of you that are listening, if you feel at all similar to what Bianca and I just described in terms of sitting at webinars and, you know, really listening to a person on the screen talking, um, I was doing a lot of thinking about what are the best parts of an in-person event but how can we bring that to today's situation? And I think most people will agree. And you can tell me what you, well, I can just ask you, like what, when you go to an event, what, what do you really try to get out of that event? An an in-person event?
1: I mean, essentially what I'm looking for insights from people who have been working in the industry, who've been successful and, and then knowledge, you know, knowledge and wisdom that I can take with me and then, you know, use in in my work. Right, That's really right. what I'm looking for. But, but usually it's like a lecture. It feels like you're back at uni, and you know, um, you know I deliver lectures. I'm a university lecturer, so I, I know you know, kind of feel for my students. <laughs> um, just sitting you know. Now I can understand. It's 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 hard to sit there and listen to a lecture. And I think it's it's time for something to to change a little bit. It's time to get creative and. And that's why I'm really excited about what you're doing.
0: Thanks. So, yeah, and, and, and I agree with that. And one of the so one of the things that I, I thought about was being able to, like you said, like learn from a lot of the um, thought leaders and a lot of the bright minds in, in a particular field, whether it's voice or anything when you go to an event, um, and also just making those personal connections. For me, yes, I enjoy learning from people sitting in the sessions, but my favorite part by far is those informal interactions where you get to meet with like friends and colleagues and develop relationships and learn from these mentors and, and all of that sort of stuff, which I think is,
1: yeah definitely.
0: Is, is a lot of fun. So having said that I decided like we need to basically completely re what's the word revamp revolutionize, completely disrupt the way that online events are done. And I thought, okay, well, I want to bring in a forum where you bring in those aspects of live events. So we've got the mentors and the colleagues that you want to learn from, but really keep it informal, not have them just giving a lecture because I think that can get, in regards to who it is. And some people are amazing speakers in the, but still it's, it's different when you're not actively engaged. You learn better when you're actively engaged in the discussion. And so here's the concept. The concept is on the voice den, we bring in five, uh, mystery mentors. I'm calling them the voice fluencers. They're people that are very influential and known in the voice technology space. They come on the show. It's Basically, a, it's almost like a reality TV show, but it's done virtually. And um, and then we bring in the audience, the participants. And then uh, those participants are going to... First of all, it's a, the, the, the platform that I'm using is very interactive, so everybody can chat in there. Oh, that's um, great. And then the the audience will have the opportunity to ask questions, questions that are more popular. People can actually vote on the questions. And then those really um, popular and um, what's the word I'm looking for? The questions that seem to have a lot of uh, people that are interested in finding out the answers to those will sort of rise to the top. Those right. people will be invited live on, essentially on stage, on into the webinar, and they will get, be able to select a couple of these voice mentors, and they will have a few minutes to literally get free consulting from these thought leaders in the voice technology space. And then everybody else is gonna be able to watch and participate and love the chat going, and this is gonna go on for an hour, and there'll be lots of opportunities for people to jump on, and it's certainly the, it's like the antithesis of a talking head, it's interaction and learning from mentors. So that's the idea.
1: So exciting, Terry. (laughs) <laughs> and can people, can people see? Will they be able to see uh, the images of, of other, you know, of, of like the mentors and?
0: Yeah, so the it's, it's, who comes it's video. It, in that sense, it's like a video conference call, oh, I can wow. say. So mm-hmm. the, the video, men, the mentors will be on screen with their webcams. The person who's asking the question, the participant, will be on screen with their webcam. And then the rest of the audience will be able to just watch this real time dynamic conversation happening and who knows what kind of questions are going to be asked. It's going to be up to the person that right. got the floor to, to direct the conversation. So it's certainly not me directing the content. It's, it's right. everybody in there directing the content of it. So, oh,
1: that's so good. And so, you know, if, if you're listening in, you're going to be taking notes, right? Of, of, you, I imagine you're going to have people on who have incredibly success. I mean, you've already, already mentioned that Audrey Arbini is yeah. one of How'd the you? mentors.
0: Audrey, so absolutely. Take Audrey, notes, everyone. Sorry.
1: Take notes, everyone.
0: Yeah, That's, and uh, and I yeah. know you know Audrey well, and I know Audrey well. She's done the sonic branding for my my personal podcast, my brand, and um, boy, if you have ever wanted to get essentially like free consulting from yeah. Audrey, then you know this may be the opportunity for you to pick her brain a little bit and ask her questions, and she will be able to give you advice for your personal situations. So um, it's, uh, it's really, really exciting. Along those lines, we've got four other mystery mentors that we are going to be announcing. I can tell you uh, that they're all lined up, they're all set, um, and they're all big, big names. And one of them happens to be Bianca the expert on law and digital health and voice. So Bianca, we, I am so, so, so excited to have you part of this. And I think people are going to love having the opportunity to chat with you. And just like with Audrey, get the information from the expert on sonic branding, get the information from you, from the expert on the legal aspects of voice and digital health and, and all that. So I'm so happy to have thank you on you. the show. So thank you.
1: Thank you, Terry. I'm really looking forward to it. So excited to speak to members of the voice community. I've met a lot of you. Chattanooga, um, and I've met met some of you at the Voice of Healthcare Summit last year. And you know, an opportunity to, you know, all the way from Australia I can speak to you on the internet and we can in- interact and you know, I can share share information and share knowledge that I've acquired in this space and I, I'm really looking forward to it. And and meeting you obviously.
0: It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I don't know what kind of questions you'll get, but the the, the I'm sure it could be quite broad. But when people yeah, hear just say that, anything. yeah, <laughs> when people hear I can that, say, they, Look. sorry, say it again. I can
1: only say well, the one thing I'd say is I'm not compliance. A lot of people ask me compliance questions because they assume you know, and that's a fair assumption that.
0: Can you define that, that for people looking. that don't know exactly what, what yeah, you mean Yeah,
1: so meant? you know, like um, people will the question generally is, can I do this? Mm. Is this legal? That's more, that's a kind of a compliance question. Okay. Am I, am I compliant with HIPAA? Am I compliant with, you know, other rules and regulations? And, you know, whilst obviously I have that knowledge set, you know, here, I know, I know the information. Um, it's, I, you know, I'm not really, compliance focused i'm Mm -hmm. looking more at um you know processes behind um creating laws to govern voice to govern digital health and looking at a range of other issues so looking at like the wording of laws and how laws are structured and and how they're made and the value systems that underlie those laws and also looking at legal history and the now and what's going on to kind of predict what could happen in the future as well. So it's a little bit different. People can ask me compliance questions, but I may just refer you on to, to someone
0: else. <laughs> they could ask me compliance questions yeah. too. And I would, yeah, I would sure. know the first thing about it. <laughs> but but nevertheless, yeah. I want to encourage people that like if they, if they had been, if there are some questions that they have at the back of their mind, they're working on a project and and they you know they've kind of said to themselves, Oh, it'd be great if I could just run this by a lawyer and just get at least their thoughts on it. This uh, this could be a great opportunity for them to um, come on the come on the voice stand and, and just chat with you. And, and
1: definitely, and yeah, ask any question. Really, I mean, while like I say I'm not really focused on compliance at the moment, you can certainly ask me questions, and and I'll you know I'll I'll direct you in the right in the right ways. So uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Amazing. I'm so, so, yeah. so excited about this. I think it's going to be, I'm just, I'm, I'm most excited okay. about it. And the fact that I think it's a completely different type of experience for, for, for people. Online. Oh
1: yeah. I mean, I've never, I've never heard of anything like this. So I'd be surprised if there is anything else like it. And <laughs> I'm really hoping that the voice community are going to, you know, we're going to have a bit of a Chattanooga reunion. Oh, that'd be um, fun! right. Um, uh, that'd be great. So yeah, let's, That's great. let's do it. <laughs>
0: So that's awesome so we've got so by the time this goes live then we will have announced that uh, so Audrey Arbini, we've got yourself, and then there's three more mystery uh, mystery mentors that I'll be announcing uh, shortly over the next uh, next little while and i can I can promise you that these are some of the absolute biggest names in the voice industry so um i'm just I'm so excited to announce those as well and uh, I, I just'm I, say I'm just going to have a lot of fun with this. I think it's going to be really cool so yeah what else is on your mind these days i know you've been busy with uh with your with your podcast and um and everything else anything else in particular that comes to your mind things you've been noticing with regards to voice technology um and, and where we're at
1: uh you know it was really great to see how the community got together to talk about you know the response to COVID 19 and that was led by by yourself you know you had that webinar where you brought in you know individuals who are working on a response to, to COVID-19. And that was really interesting, really interesting seminar. Lots of amazing people joined. Um, so it's been really great to see how voice is playing a role in, in responding to this um, emergency really. And, um, and I'm excited for voice technologies. It's mm. the next 10 years, I mean, it's going to be voice is is going to be it's going to explode essentially, right? Um, so I, I'm excited for everyone in the voice community to see, you know, to see your technologies hopefully you know, take off and and succeed and be really great. And digital health generally, it's it's all coming together. Telemedicine, voice technologies, AI, um, you know, it's changing. Things are changing. I think. Uh, it is going to be in a sense a kind of a new type of world after this. I mean, initially I didn't think along those lines, I have to be honest, when I initially, when I found out about COVID-19, I wasn't thinking that it's going to radically change. Hmm. Um, Yeah. Right. The early days, but now I can see that it's just, yeah, things are changing. So.
0: Yeah. I totally, I totally agree with that. You kind of alluded to that earlier where you said like, you know, sometimes it takes some type of crisis to really, be the, what's the word? Though? The, I don't know, the main factor in, in, sort of, in sort of some change. And I keep thinking back to um, like 100 years ago um, where there was a pandemic with the flu, 1918, 1990, almost literally like 100 years ago. And um, I've been following some of Brian Romley's stuff. I know I've commented know. a lot about Brian Romley and he looked at the patterns and things that came out of that. And came, what came out of that was the roaring 1920s and Uh the opportunities and i just i think that boy it's so strange it's 100 years we're in the 20s now 2020s and i've been referring to as the roaring 20s not only because i think there's going to be so much opportunity coming out of this but also i totally agree with you it's going to be voice and voice is it's all about you know expressing sounds and roaring and being vocal and i think there's such an opportunity with that so i'm really excited about that too yeah
1: And, and being so natural you know using our voices it just it makes so much sense and I think as people start to see the efficiency gains and how practical it is and um, you know, it's the obvious it's the obvious next step I mean it already it already exists but it's going to become so much more commonplace and you know I, I use voice technologies all the time I remember there was one time in particular um, I was so relieved that that we I could utilize voice I was stuck in traffic uh-huh. and my kids wanted to listen to peppa pig <laughs> and i said and i said i can't play peppa pig because i'd have to touch um my phone i can't do that and i thought hang on i can speak to my phone there you go so i was able to it, saved, it really saved my day like i was able to so you know um i use it in that way i use it at home um you know if i want to play music I play music that way interacting with skills um there's i mean listening to your podcast alexa in canada you get so much information about how to utilize your skills which is really great
0: yeah i I totally agree with you and you know what's you know what's funny is like you it it, i still like we're still becoming used to it because there's times when i forget that i can talk to my phone too and it's like and then all of a sudden it hits me and like oh yeah i could be doing that and then (laughs) we're still like changing our behaviors. Yeah. Um yeah. But I think that this whole COVID nineteen thing is really accelerating that because people are finding other ways to to use the technologies. Anyway. Um yeah. very cool.
1: How are you cool. finding can I ask Terry like yep. with uh, with telemedicine. Yeah. So were you utilizing telemedicine prior to COVID nineteen?
0: No, this I wasn't. But now right. I'm working from home and um I, I, I really like it. Um, there are some, uh, you know, the, for sure, to be honest, there are some limitations. There are certain things that a patient say to me and I know I, I really need to examine them mm-hmm. that creates an issue. And then there has to we either, we have to make some kind of plan to deal with that. But, but okay. for the most part, it's really, really amazing. Um, the patients seem to love it because it's so convenient for them. They don't have yes. to, yes. I, I work in one clinic as a consultant where we literally have patients um, coming in from around our province. So there are people that are actually, um, commuting far distances in some cases and to save them having to do that hours of commuting. Um, they absolutely love that. Um, and I just, I, I don't know. I think it's amazing. I just, I, I hope, I really hope that when this is all done, the COVID thing, that we don't go back to our old ways that, yeah, that um, the patients sort of almost demand that we continue doing this because that's what's going to drive it, um, as well as the physicians. Hopefully, will continue to drive. But I think if the patients really express that, you know, I don't want to. no, we did this during COVID. Like that's what I want to do now. Hopefully, it'll continue on. So I hope that we don't go back to the old ways.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it's time to you know, it's we're re- revolutionizing healthcare. It's an opportunity now to. You know, to move into the twenty-first century, to utilise digital health and telemedicine. It, you know, there are a lot of studies out there, right? Looking at telemedicine and and how it works in different contexts. Um, so so much research. It's actually quite incredible when you look at the d- mm. databases. Oh, oh it's like over thirty thousand papers. Wow,
0: I didn't like, know that. It's, actually, it's
1: more. Yeah. It's actually more. It's way more than that. I. That's a conservative estimate that I've looked at looking at PubMed, you can see that. Um, so yeah, 30,000 studies and, and look what's happened. We're in a healthcare emergency and people are utilizing it and it's working. It seems to be working. Okay. Yeah.
0: So yeah,
1: I think it will be a bit of a mix of it's going to be a bit of telemedicine and there'll still be the face-to-face well, for the time being. anyway.
0: I think that's probably what I'll, what I'll come down. And, and hopefully it'll make sense. Like certain things are better for, face-to-face certain things are better for telemedicine right. and hopefully that'll be it's going to create another system of triaging required in terms of what's better for what or maybe not maybe the patients will just start with telemedicine start from home and then if they need to then make an arrangement to to see their doctor in in the clinic or whatever but um yeah it's really exciting it's really exciting it's just it's a it's amazing how these radical changes come out of these times of crisis so yes
1: yeah
0: so, that's
1: something I'm, i am talk about a little bit in um my podcast because I talk quite a bit about um, Thomas Kuhn and uh, the structure of scientific revolutions. And yeah, he has a whole chapter in there about crisis and responding to crisis and how paradigms can emerge from a crisis. And it's really, it's true. I'm finding a lot of the things that he says in that book are actually quite reflective of of the times that we're in at the moment. And it's really interesting
0: well this is awesome bianca um where can people go to learn more about what you are doing what are like where would you direct people to learn more about you and what you're doing
1: uh best place is linkedin you'll be able to find quite a bit of information about me on linkedin um you'll be able to access my publications uh, you can check me out on digital health today i'm an ambassador for digital health today so i have a a bio on their website um, mm-hmm. again, links through LinkedIn and I'm also on Twitter as well. Fantastic. The handle is Bianca R Phillips. I had awesome. to think about that for a second. Yes.
0: Yeah. And we did mention this as well, but you're also um, involved with the open voice network, which is another yes. very important initiative.
1: Really nice chatting, Terry, as always.
0: Thank you too. And I will just yes. sh- shout out to everybody else. Please check out the voice den and you can hear Bianca speak and you can um, hear or get advice from a lawyer in real time. And I think that's going to be uh, a lot of fun. So the voice is where you can go for that. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. That was a little bit of a different type of podcast. As you can see, a little bit of a conversation. We, we covered a lot, uh, voice and law, uh, voice and virtual events, voice and COVID. Uh, but again, um, I encourage you to reach out to Bianca if you want to learn Any aspects that have to do with law and voice, because she is the uh, foremost expert uh, on those two topics, uh, as far as I'm concerned. She's, like I said, the name that comes to mind when I think of voice and lawyer. Again, consider this a personal invitation to The Voice Den. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be something like, I hope, you've never experienced before, and I encourage you to, uh, to join us. You can get all the information for this podcast and the show notes at alexaincanada.ca slash 123. And of course, you can find all the details about The Voice Den at thevoiceden.com. All right, take care. Hope you have a great week and I will talk to you again very soon.